and welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. Now today I've got another bite-sized episode for you. And I want to talk today about why this striving to be thinner is so seductive, so appealing, so such an overwhelming pull. And when I'm talking about this strive for thinness here, I am talking very much about striving for the aesthetic, for the unhealthy, in inverted commas, ideal. I'm not talking about self-caring, working with your body, finding your set point, you know, stepping into a healthy, active place for yourself. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the pursuit of thinness and the aesthetic and why we do we find that so compelling and um, just to explore some thoughts on that. So number one, I think really important thing to say is to have compassion for yourself in terms of why you have such a strong desire to pursue thinness because of on a rational level you might think this is just crazy why am I doing it you know a lot of my clients will say to me I'm so frustrated why can't I just accept my body why do I have this obsession with wanting to lose weight all the time but we live in a culture where we are indoctrinated from birth that smaller bodies are better Thinner bodies are idealised and we see a much greater representation of these bodies on social media, in the media, on films, Disney, everywhere. We're indoctrinated and we have often been brought up with the best will in the world by people, parents, grandparents who have a lot of internalised weight stigma, fat phobia because of none of these issues were really addressed openly back in the day. So we're carrying so many messages, often quite unconsciously, on a very deep level, but we have this deep internalised message that being smaller is better, being thinner is better. And of course it's a perpetuating thing that goes on day by day, doesn't it? You're always being exposed to diet adverts, people always talking about their latest diet, people always having conversations. It is everywhere. So it's really important, I think, number one, have compassion for yourself. Of course, you're going to have this striving for thinness in the culture we live in. I think the most helpful thing, though, with all of that is even like having the awareness of it and putting your head above the parapet, we can actually start to be a bit more curious and curious and questioning of it. Because yes, this is the norm, but actually, Do we really want to buy into it? Do we have to buy into it? Maybe we have more choice than we think. And I get it, that's massively challenging. But even just being aware of how much we've been indoctrinated and starting to question it can be a major shift forward. The second thing, striving to be thinner, I think life is stressful. (laughs) And dieting over-exercising, focusing on the body, kind of externalising our coping strategy, maybe when our inner world feels out of control, overwhelming, busy, chaotic, 
it's something to focus on. It's something to distract us from more painful things in life sometimes. It's a life path to cling to. It's a way to feel better temporarily. And in our culture, because thinness is so praised, we can feel like we are doing something good, that we are achieving at something. So it can almost feel like if everything in your life is out of control, striving to be thinner, going on a diet can feel very, very appealing because in a way it kind of simplifies life. You know, maybe the bigger problems in life are too much to deal with at the moment. But yes, you probably could go on a diet, follow a meal plan and feel a sense of satisfaction. I'm not saying that that is a strategy that I would recommend or that it's actually going to solve the deeper problems of your own or in the world. However, you can understand, again, be compassionate to yourself. It's very seductive to get led down that path. Number three, I think just talking about all of this as well and like doing a zoom out and imagining an alien landing on Earth and observing us as human beings. Obviously, in our culture, very wrongly, thinness is associated with superiority, perhaps being better morally in some ways, having better self-control, being healthy. I think a lot of these values are associated with thinness and that is not, you know, those are not necessarily accurate kind of matches in terms of, um, you know, by any means. But I think it's helpful, isn't it, even just to start to notice that. Actually, isn't it a bit warped that we associate thinness with these things? And again, can we be curious and questioning of this? And like, do we choose our friends because they're thin? No, we don't, do we? Um, We choose our friends because of their other like values and their qualities and their attributes. And if we're going to employ someone for our business or something, are we gonna choose someone because they're thin? No, of course not. We're gonna look at all their other qualities. So it's recognizing again, in a way, it's a very narrow perspective that we are viewing people through sometimes when we're idealizing thinness. And we're often assuming as well if someone's thin, have it all together, that their life is perfect, and actually that is a load of rubbish. Also, starting to recognize that you are prone to putting thinness on a pedestal can just be another great thing to be aware of, because when we put anything on a pedestal, we're putting it in the superior place, we're putting ourselves in the inferior place, the I'm not good enough place. And actually with human beings, we're all just different. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. There's no such thing as someone being so much better than someone else. Someone might be better in one area and have their strengths, but there'll be other areas where they have their weaknesses. And actually when we put people on pedestals, it creates separateness and difference, which is not helpful because of even if you yourself feel superior momentarily, it's quite fleeting. And most likely, if you're in this whole pedestal dynamic, you're going to be putting um, other people on pedestals and then feeling inferior. So it's really, really, really hard to feel good enough. But again, just kind of zooming out and recognizing the craziness of the whole pedestal thing can be helpful. Number four, the classic one. On your deathbed, are you going to want written on your gravestone X was just so amazing because she was just so thin and was never over X pounds all her life. Of course you're not. (laughs) Ultimately, our values are so much more than how we look. I mean, how we look may be part of the picture, but actually when you're looking back on your life, on your deathbed, so many other things are gonna be more important. 
And it's helpful to reflect on that because maybe you're focusing so much energy on this pursuit of thinness and you're missing out on living your life and some of the things that are so important. Number five, if people praise you or value you for your body, try not to be seduced into chasing more of this validation because actually when we are accepting of external validation and we all like it as human beings of course we all like it but it's very subjective you ask 20 people their opinion about your body you're going to get 20 different responses and also people's feedback also is going to say a lot about them people commenting about your body are going to be the people that probably have their own issues with body image or with food okay so you're just getting a projection you're getting subjective feedback it's not great to place all your self-worth in the hands of kind of random people and also random people who might be idealizing you for how you look because ultimately would you rather be idealized for being thin or would you rather have great connections and be valued and share lots of love and fun and laughter and connectedness with your friends number six notice attractive qualities in others that are not about thinness Okay, if you go to a party and um, you're looking around the room, what is it about people that are attractive and make them stand out? Okay, it's probably so much more, isn't it, about their energy, the way they're smiling, the way they hold themselves. Maybe they're wearing something interesting. It's a lot about the, their connection with other people. So notice that and also think about what can you learn from this and what can you bring of yourself to these social interactions that are nothing to do with thinness. You know, there may be multiple ways that you could feel better and step into your power without being so focused on your body. And number seven, expose yourself to the things that bring you joy. And maybe you haven't got enough joy in your world at the moment. And if you're really down the pursuit of thinness world, you probably haven't got a lot of joy because you have to be really tunnel visioned to do that. And it's quite a miserable existence. So think about what are the things that bring you joy? What are your values? What are the things that make you feel excited? What can you look forward to? What are your hopes and dreams? Because actually when we start to expand our world, when we start to gain self-esteem from so many different areas, then actually how we look becomes far less important. And I think that, I know in my own recovery, I would say today I'm pretty body neutral. I'm not having to fight body image thoughts daily or having to work really hard on being body positive. I'm more in a place where my life is very fulfilling. I find a lot of joy and contentment and peace and fulfillment from many other things in my life. And my body is more like my instrument that gets me through and I'm quite body neutral really, it's not something I'm massively focusing on. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you're not following me already, do seek me out on Instagram at the eating disorder therapist underscore and for further support with your relationship with food, do go to the eating disorder therapist.co.uk. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would follow, rate and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners. Thank you so much for listening today. And I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon.